Welcome to the Whiskey Congress. Honest, open talk dedicated to speaking the truth to those who are open to hearing it. Black, white, right, left. Most importantly, honest, bold, and fueled by good whiskey. In Whiskey Veritas, we are Whiskey Congress. Join the evolution. Whiskey Congress is once again in session. Steve and I are together in the Cleveland studio. How you doing, man? I'm good. I've actually been working, like, legitimately working, like, full days for the past... Look at you! It's, Welcome it's to the club. terrible. Welcome to the club. I've been dressed like this while I'm doing it. For those who don't know, that's shorts and a t-shirt, but... High th- fashion. In this case, a, in this case, a Bardstown bourbon t-shirt, which I got a sample well, of the other day. Actually, I like the t-shirt, because um, sometimes your t-shirt uh, selection or choice is, um, we'll call it a bit outdated. <laughs> um, you're I'm there. You are literally wearing T-shirts that may be older than me sometimes, but I do not have T-shirts that were older than you. When I was ten, I was not wearing an adult XL. Okay, fair. When I was ten, I was wearing a children's small. You know what's fucked up? I, I actually, I actually was wearing an adult I, I XL does, at, at the age of ten. That that, that, that does not shock me. No, <laughs> I do. I do have T-shirts. I, mean, I was two hundred forty pounds when I was ten. So wow, yeah. Wow. Yeah, I was, and I was, I was also round. I was as round as I was tall, so that's fair. I was 95 pounds at my freshman year of high school. Yeah. Um, we definitely took different paths. Yeah. Uh, but anyway, thank you for mocking my fashion choices. I'm uh, saying, yeah, you made a good one today. A good one today. Well, thank you. I do actually I, I, like the shirt. I do, too. And Bartstown Bourbon was very good. There were very nice uh, folks that met us there. I'm actually trying to hook them up with my whiskey den. Nice. Because I told them about our show, and they're like, we like to avoid politics, and then you want to avoid our show. All the way together. Yes. 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 Anyway, so we both had some run-ins with coworkers, colleagues, Facebook friends, whatever, regarding covid I can't believe we're still fucking talking about whether or not it's a real thing. There are still people out there pushing, saying, oh, it's all blah, blah, blah. It's all to undermine Trump. That is still going on. Well, I think, you know, anyone who's saying that COVID itself isn't real, I can easily dismiss, right? Like, you're, like you're just not a serious person. Go away, right? If, you, if you're literally saying that, the, like, COVID-19, the virus isn't real, it's made up, and that it's a, whole, it's a hoax, and it, it's... It, then... You're so out of the realm of reality. I can't. I literally just won't deal can't with take you. Can't you seriously, right? Um, and 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 I've I've come to a place where, I, and and a lot of people like this who are very very pro mass vaccine whatever aren't gonna like. But you know, my stance on this has shifted a little bit to where I, I look beating people over the head with you need to get vaccinated. You have to wear a mask, you know what I mean? Like, and just sort of like, and, and if a person says, I'm not vaccinated, you know, jumping down their throat, calling them an idiot, uh, attacking them, or, or even going with, well, why not? Huh? Why not? Am I, you want me to die? You want to kill my Mima? Is that what you want? Like, I, I don't think that's an effective approach. It never was, right? And yet it seems to be some people's only recourse when they hear that. Um, I think that, look, I'm at a point now where someone tells me that they're not comfortable. Like, I have a, you know, my niece is not comfortable with the idea of getting vaccinated yet. She's concerned, she's concerned about long-term effects and fertility. Yeah. She's not sure if she wants to have kids, but what she does know is that, you know, like she's heard mixed things on the possibility of this possibly impacting that, but we don't know. And I think, look, if, if there are people out there with doubt, we, we can't, I don't think it's fair to cast those people into this this lump 
mass group of, you know, people who hate America or hate liberals or whatever, right? I think there are people out there with legitimate concerns saying, hey, slow down, right? Like, you can sit here and talk about how they've studied the spike, you know, spike protein and mRNA and all that other stuff for all this time. But the reality is this specific vaccine, as constructed, is still new. Right. It's, the, you know, the FDA is still trying to get it passed. And yes, there's a, an emergency use and exemption or whatever. And, and yes, they're, they're getting to a point soon where they're going to approve it. But this is happening really fast. Now, I'm also the same person that says, listen, you know, it's 2021. We're used to things moving slower for the last, you know, 100 years. But evolution, you know, technology, right. science catches up and speeds up. So. But if you have a person who's just not comfortable with the idea of this vaccine and its safety, they have questions, they want to see more, I'm just at a point where I, I think I can accept that. Now, the way I explain it, and I got into it with a guy at work. I didn't get into it, but he and I were talking. And, and I'll explain how I, I want to go back and just sort of cover my tracks with him. But you know, my, I broke it down this way. I think if you want to tell me that you have legitimate concerns about the U.S. government and Johnson and Johnson and Pfizer and these companies working together, putting together a vaccine given historical context, right? We know the US government has done really bad things with experiments on not only just on black people, but on you know our military and just people in general. And you know, going all the way back to pre-World War II and you know, the Nazis getting a lot of their shit from US scientists. If if that is front and center in your mind. Right? And you take into, the, in, into consideration how many times Johnson & Johnson is putting out commercials. If you took such and such and it caused you cancer or your dick fell off, then you may have a case and we want to well, talk to that's you. That's not you Johnson & Johnson putting well, out a commercial. But, that's whatever. Firms but, doing but, it, but. but, I mean, you know what I mean? Like, you, you, sure, you've sure. seen it, right? Like, so, and so if people are saying, like, look, with all that out there, I think I just may want to wait on this thing. I just, I, I, I look at them and I say, you know what? That's, that, that's, just, that's just fair. I, I know that ideally in a perfect world, we say we want everybody to get vaccinated. And we, yes, I get it. But at the same time, I think we just have to look at, we, we can't look at this through our own personal lens or the lens that we ideally want everyone to look at. And the other part of it is what I told him, I said, look, I got two things that I don't like. Because the reality is I don't know what the fuck they put in my arm. You don't know what they put no. in your arm. No fucking idea, right? You know what they I told mean, you. Yeah, I know what they told me. And yeah, I know, you know what you I told you, what but you, you have no idea what the fuck was in there, right? And the way it impacted people different, like, we just don't know, right? Now, and I'm not saying I distrust it, but I'm just saying that's just the reality. Sure. Now, so on the one hand, I've got, they injected me with something. I'm not sure what it is. They told me what it is, so i got to trust that, knowing that both Johnson & Johnson and the U.S. government, because I was literally injected by a person wearing a military uniform, but when you put it all together, they don't have the best track record when it comes to shit like this. Although we did wipe out polio and chicken pox and measles and all these other things with Vaccines, yes. but but there there are some there's some some strikes against that side. The other side is I got a virus that I know is real, that came from China, maybe came from a lab, maybe came from a bat, maybe came from a pig, maybe came from a bat and a pig and a pangolin. I don't know, right? What I do know is that the shit is fucking wicked, and when it gets you, it gets you, right? If you're fortunate enough to get it and be asymptomatic, you're lucky, but if you're not. This thing can twist you up. It doesn't matter how healthy you are, right? Like, I've seen this thing kill people who were in better shape than anybody listening to this. Trust me. 
I've seen this thing kill some of the most fittest people in the world. I've seen it take down some of the some some of the most healthiest people who all eat all the organic perfect things and they do all the perfect CrossFit workouts and they have all the flexibility and mobility and they have the perfect life and, and they're anti-stress and they live very happy and wealthy and they make all the good decisions. And they still got sick and they still got COVID. They still ended up in the hospital. They still ended up in a, and still ended up on a ventilator and still ended up in the ground. Right? Yep. So those are my two choices. My two right. choices are Government, Pfizer, sketchy vaccine, or thing from China that can that doesn't care about any of the politics, doesn't care about anything, is very indiscriminate, and can absolutely wipe you out. And I experienced it firsthand, and it was awful. Yep. Do you know where the fertility thing started, by the way? Because I just found this out. So were the rumors about it causing oh, fertility issues? Fertility? I mean, it started in the womb, Jim. It, 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 it typically <laughs> does start there. Uh, no, go ahead, please. So... There was there's a story out there that the Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation was distributing vaccines across countries in Africa, and inserting vaccines for what? Uh, I frankly don't know. The rumor was that the vaccines were used for um, sterilizing women to control the population in Africa. Those stories have been completely debunked, but that's I think where the Bill Gates angle starts in, and that's where the ster uh, sterilization as fertility issue starts in. There's nothing to support that that's the case. However, you're right. There are stories out there. And if I was a 21-year-old woman, I would probably feel very differently about it than I do as a 50-year-old man. Yeah. Um, first of all, sterilize the fuck out of me. Right. <laughs> get condoms out of my life. Well, well, women have chosen to get condoms out of my life by not having sex with me. But that's a different discussion for a different day. What did you even but, have them? <laughs> Dude, yes. fuck you. I you know, any I idea know, how I'm brutal sorry. it is to have a condom expire on you? Because I've had that. Okay. Uh, yeah, not fun. Um, but I've had people say, I've seen so much on Facebook, they just make me want to punch myself in the face or someone else. One of them is, the final variant of the coronavirus is going to be communism. <laughs> oh, my God. Like, I, so, go ahead, tell your story about your well, coworker. Well, no, I, no, 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 no. I just, it, my, and my thing was, when, you know, when I started that conversation with a coworker, you know, one of the first thing I said, like, look, if you're dumb enough to not get a vac to, to not get vaccinated, I, look, I'm not going to attack you. You know, it is a, that's your own personal decision, and these are this is how I based my decision, right? But I opened it with the statement, like, if you're dumb enough to not get vaccinated, and then I find out after the fact, he's like, yeah, I, I have not been vaccinated, and I felt terrible. Because he and I weren't arguing, we weren't even in a debate. He literally asked me my thoughts on it. I gave it to him, you know, and and the conversation started off kind of before we even got to that. It actually started off about a hip hop thing. <laughs> um, and then we got because there was a large crowd at the at Madison Square Garden. Um, you know, just as a side note, the locks and dipset did this versus thing on IG, which was fucking awesome because I love the locks and I love dipset. Although I'm a way bigger locks fan and the locks just fucking murdered dipset. And it right, was great. I know you're saying shit that it. you know I don't know. For um, the no, it was just it was it was just a good time. Anybody who's a hip hop fan out there, they know what I'm talking about. They know what the event was. Uh, hopefully they watched it. If they, Listen, I was coming off a, I don't know, 18, 16 hour day. So I should have been in bed at 9 o'clock, and yet I watched this thing until midnight, paid for it, which would have been yesterday um, on Wednesday, but it was, it was great uh, for hip-hop. Anyway, we were talking about that. We are talking about the size of the crowd. We are talking about the mask, no mask, and that's how we ended up in this conversation. Um, and what I want to say, by, like I, and my coworker wasn't there today, and, and he's going to be off. I won't see him again until Monday. But I do want to apologize to him because I, I, I did open that kind of with a very aggressive 
you know, tone towards someone who may not have been vaccinated and come to find out that he was or he or wasn't, wasn't va- yeah. vaccinated. Um, and I think that if we really are going to get people on the side now to, to, to kind of bring it all together, he after he and I talked and I said, these are my two choices, right? Sketchy fucking virus from from China that I know is real and that I know sucks and track record of the U.S. with, you know, everything, the good, the bad and the ugly. I'm going to go with the track record of the U.S., the good, the bad, and the ugly, than this virus that I know is ugly and I don't see any good, right? Saying that, and I actually threw in my little Spider-Man thing, right? Okay. Peter Parker, Parker. Venom, yes, yes. Carnage, right? Which he, he dug. Um, <laughs> afterwards, he was just like, man, you know what? Honestly, after like, he was like, I really was on the fence on not getting it, but now that makes sense to me. I want to get it. Right. You know, he's like, because like, you're right, the government, he's like, and where he got it, where he said really what clicked for him was his daughter hasn't had chicken pox. And he hasn't, he doesn't know the last time he talked to anybody with a kid that has had chicken pox. Right. And again, that's because of vaccinations. Right. That's because of science. That's because yeah. we listen to the science. So when you like, when we get into these conversations with people, I think we have to set aside our emotions Right, set aside our desire to to shove down their throat that we're right and they're wrong, and just have a conversation with people. Like, look, be honest with yourself about all this because if you're just if you're if your stance is vaccines work, there's nothing wrong with this vaccine. It's gonna be fine. There's not a single issue with it. It's great. And if you don't take it, you're like that isn't you. You are losing me in that because I'm like, are we, are we sure? You don't know that. Right? I don't give a fuck what your degree is in or what you've done, how long you've done it. If you're going to sit there and lie to my fucking face that you know everything in this fucking vaccine and that everything is going to be fine down the road, you, you, you're, you're fucking lying, right? And because I can tell you that after I had my vaccine, I had, like, heart inflammation. Oh, right? yeah, I didn't know that. You know, I mean, but that, but that was a common side effect for yeah. people, right? Which, I mean, so it's worth it that we sit there if people have doubts like not everybody can just shuck a doubt and then jump in now heart inflammation is also a side effect or a symptom of having covid which you also had right so um you know i don't know i mean uh, the, the timing was odd you know because it wasn't there and then i i um because I had multiple checkups, but remember, I was going for multiple checkups because you know my uh, liver shut right, down. So, right. um, but you know, I mean, so I, and look, and I and I don't know, but the point is, is that we, we just <laughs> because we of don't my know. liver shut down. Oh yeah, that's a right. casual thing. There's a whole whole other thing, but um, so yeah, I mean, I just I think that we just I think it, all I'm trying to say is I think we just need to have a little bit more grace, patience, and empathy with people who aren't thinking the way that we right. are on this particular thing. Because I don't think it's just as simple as, as, we're, as we're wanting it to be. Like, right. it was an easy decision for you and me, but I think it's not as easy for everybody, and I think that we need to have a little patience for that. Uh, you know, you're right, and, and civil discourse and reasonable conversations are few and far between <laughs> in these times. And, you know, Steve, I always try to check myself and say, like, I know that 50-year-old white guys have been saying this country's been going to hell since the 1700s, probably. So, as a 50-year-old white guy... Since 1776. Since 1776. 1776. You got a Alex Jones impersonation. Oh, and by the way, you did the uh, Spider-Man Venom thing. A lot of people responded very well to that. I did a uh, an FDA discussion, what I call a, a whiskey shot. So, yes. if you want to hear me talk about the uh, FDA approval process and why this is... People are saying it's not approved and that's technically true. Listen to that. 
it's about 10 minutes of me rambling that you don't want to hear. I did listen to it. Yeah, no, I did listen to it. And um, it's, I think it's helpful to understand the mechanism. I don't know if it really brings anybody across the finish line. And I'm not saying that it's, that's not a shot. Right. But I'm just, I'm just, I, you know, I think because the art, like even if the FDA comes and says, because if the FDA came today and said, all right, it's approved. If I'm on the fence because of, you know, it not being approved, I don't know if them approving it in the next month makes me feel any better. No, you're well, here's the thing. Emergency authorization is what it is. Final approval takes time, and the FDA moves excruciatingly slowly on a lot of things, especially really big things like that, because they've been burned in the past, and they've been burned by private companies. I don't know of a Pfizer example, but there are examples of of, of uh, we pharmaceutical know companies been burned by Johnson and Johnson. Come well, on. well, yeah, well, th- where literally the the pharmaceutical company manipulated data that was given to the FDA and then got caught, mm-hmm. and and it's I mean that's bad. We we, we have <laughs> yes. that. In- <laughs> yes, it is. Let me see what's the word for that. It's bad. <laughs> uh, but but no, seriously, it, it I mean there have been multi-million and I think billion-dollar settlements over. Um, Cox two inhibitors were the were the inflammation drugs that were supposed to be the greatest thing in the world. Well, they also caused a lot of heart problems. The companies buried that. A bunch of folks died. They got hammered by the FDA for it. Like Viox. Viox was one of them. Yes. I know. Okay. And Merck was the company. Yes, that's great. You know, because right. I had to remove myself from that case because I worked for a law firm who oh. represented them, and I had taken Viox like fucking Skittles when I was in college playing football. Um, like I would literally take like five or six before a game. I was like, oh, if I get it in my system, then I won't be as inflamed afterwards. Wasn't that was smart. a poor choice. But Wasn't smart. I, not saying I didn't make dumb decisions <laughs> in college too. That was one of them. Right. I mean, so when you mix the, you know, I mean, like some of the cocktail, like you, the amount of Vioxx that I took, and the, you know, the cortisone shots and and everything else. Like, I mean, you're supposed to have a cortisone shot like once a year, once every six months or whatever. You know, and I, we were getting them sometimes multiple shots in a month. Like, got you on the field though, didn't it? It did. <laughs> it sure did. Like, I can't feel my leg. This is gonna work. <laughs> All right, but you're right. The, the bigger point of just saying you're an idiot if you don't do this isn't helpful. And um, and I back to your your niece and back my niece the same thing. She doesn't want. She got into my Facebook stuff too. Um, Wait, but are we my, sharing a niece? No, I have. Oh, you're I have, a different. I, 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 oh, okay. My I'm niece, sorry. No, you're actually okay. I'm my, sorry. Yeah. No, okay. I'm not. I'm not adopting your niece because I've helped her okay. out with some stuff. Okay, I was just like, okay, no. which is fine. No, no, which no, is no, fine. No. I just wish no, we would no, talk about shit no, like that, that before. Would be, that, that would be weird. <laughs> uh, no, but my niece doesn't want to take it because she doesn't trust the. You know, I mean, she's a biology graduate, and um, and she's concerned about fertility and mRNA and you know the lack of history of it and. I disagree with her, but I think it's perfectly reasonable for her to think differently than I do because, you know. I mean, and we know for what we do know is that when we hammer people over the head with our ideology, our preference, whatever, you know, whatever it is we want to get across and we just beat people with it. And then if they don't accept it, then we just hammer it more. Um, you know, it, it creates a certain a certain uh, uh, oppositional defiance, right? Sure. Like if if you if you're just going to sit here and bark at me, then I don't care what you're saying. I'm just going to sure. tell you to fuck off, sure. right? And, and so there are calls. Like I was listening 
you know, on on the, the the various political talk shows on on Sirius, you know, there's a lot of debate on whether should we you know, basically marginalize people who aren't vaccinated or who refuse to get vaccinated and wear masks and should we, you know, basically segregate them for the rest of the society, prevent them from doing X, Y, Z and bullet, like all these other things. I'm like, the answer is no. I can just tell you because, I mean, as, as, a, as a black man that's been, that's experienced being isolated because of race and now, you know, I mean, the race is out of my control. This vaccination, this vaccination thing is, is more, is something that people can control, but you know, the idea of, you know, deliberately isolating people and segregating people and marginalizing them because of, of this sort of status, it just, look, even if your, your intentions are good, right, the pathway to hell is paved with good intentions and you're going to create a militant class of people that are now just, they're, they're just out to get you. Right, and you think they're harmless because it's stupid Karen and it's stupid Jimbo, Bob, Redneck, whatever, but eventually, like, they'll have the numbers to where they'll be a problem, right? Like, so we need to figure out a better way to communicate what it is we want. We need to find a better way to get people on board than to attack them because they don't agree and marginalize them because they won't comply. Because now you're getting into a very authoritarian native sort of thing that doesn't like it doesn't pass the smell test i don't care what the end goal is thinking that the end justify the means like you're creating a problem for yourself that you do you really don't want to deal with that's fine but that being said people who do get vaccinated there is it is reasonable in my opinion to have different sets of rules for people who have and have not been vaccinated. So the people are saying... <laughs> so you're literally telling me to go fuck no, myself. No, 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 no. I'm not saying... I'm saying different sets of rules in the sense of if you're not vaccinated, you're going to get... Te- Let's use the NFL as an example. You're not vaccinated. Okay, fine. You don't want to get vaccinated. Fine. We're going to test you every day. Or okay, every day. Yeah. yeah, that's... that's All right. And you have been vaccinated. We're not because you've been vaccinated. I can drive a car because I pass a driving test. I get treated differently because I did took an action. Actions have consequences. Actions have results. Now, to say you can't play in this league because of not getting a test, that would bother me. But I mean, I think there's, I think you're like certain things like that. Like, you know, if, if you're not going to get vaccinated, I think it's reasonable to ask people to wear a mask. Right. right? Um, and you can argue about the efficacy of using masks and things like that. I, okay, that's a whole different thing. Um, whether it protects from you from getting it or spreading it, uh, you know, whatever. But right. either way, I think, a that, bit of both, but. I think it's reasonable to ask people to wear a mask if they're not going to get vaccinated. And if they can't prove that they're vaccinated, then here's a mask, right? Yep. Like, I don't care. I don't, I don't, I don't care. I don't want to hear any of your arguments. Just put the fucking mask on and then let's move on, we, right? If yeah. you're if you're going to if you're going to say I'm not getting vaccinated, but I refuse to wear a mask, then it's just like, all right, well, what the fuck do you want me to do, right? right. Like, and and. You know, I, I think with the NFL players, the reason why I have an issue with the with the NFL's policy, which will, you know, uh, yeah. is not on there. Okay, okay. Right. Um, but the reason why I have an issue with their policy is because, like, look, right, you test players every day, um, but they're talking about fining players if it impacts game, you know, like unvaccinated players if it impacts games, and it's just like, all right, but what we know that vaccinated players can still, vaccinated people can still get COVID yep. and can still pass it. Like, so I, I think the NFL is kind of putting themselves really into a, a weird situation here because if you've got a vaccinated player that, you know, you're not testing as frequently, 
that just happens to end up with COVID and spreads it to other people, including those with or without the vaccine, are you going to treat them differently? Like, do they do they get fined, right? And right. the answer is, well, you're vaccinated, so no. And it's just like, all right, well, if you're an unvaccinated player, you're just like, well, what the fuck is the difference, right? Like, I mean, our, our team is still suffering right. a, a competitive disadvantage because this fucking dick spread it. And I, you know, like, I, I just... I can see what the argument would be there, and I don't have a good answer or solution. I just don't know if what they're doing is, you know, everyone's yeah, accepting sure. it because they're pro-vaccine, and we all think that everybody should get vaccinated. But when you just break it down, is it, is it, does it really pass the smell test, or do you just really want it to? There, well, there's a bunch of angles that could go down there, but... You and I are both football fans of different teams, and both of our teams got jerked around because of COVID stuff last year. Yes. Um, I'm not. We played a game on a Wednesday. Right. We played three games in 11 days, by right. the way. Right, which is probably <laughs> pretty dangerous. Right. Uh, no, not probably. It's yes. fucking dangerous. Right. And still finished season 12 before, by the way. Oh, yeah. Uh, now it's one game behind the Buffalo Bills who beat the Steelers. <laughs> That's fine. That's fine. Uh, we'll get to that. Well, probably not on this show. All right, but you, you mentioned uh, talk shows and, and stuff. Let's move on and talk about my boy Tucker Carlson, who I didn't know this. Shame on me. Right. I don't know a, how I, you did Yeah, that. because I, I usually watch him in clips on YouTube, so I mm. don't tune into his show because, frankly, <laughs> he's a dimwit right. and a douchebag. But so you were telling us he was recording in Hungary. Yeah, to, so, so this entire week... Um, so today is the, uh, third, fifth, yes, sir. (laughs) Jesus. Third was Uh, Tuesday. Right. So pretty much, I believe from, from the second through the sixth, he's recording from Hungary. Um, and he's praising their leader, Victor Orban, because, uh, Victor, uh, has, you know, solved their, their, you know, uh, illegal immigrant problem and he's put up a wall and, it's very organized and streamlined, and it's there's very clear policies, and very few people get in. Um, and and you know Tucker Carlson is praising this. He's also you know just praising Viktor Orban in general as the type of leader that a true democracy needs. This, that, and the other thing. Um, and it, it, it you know he's he's counting on people not looking into who Viktor Orban is or how he's run Hungary since 2010. Which he's probably right. safe in counting on no one doing that. He's just going to hear, right. we're keeping out the Muslims. And that's, I don't know why yeah, Tucker Carlson I mean, actually had a manly voice. Cause he's, right. I mean, but I mean, Viktor Orban's been, uh, you know, the, the prime minister of Hungary since 2010, right? Like, okay. so that tells you that this may not be the most legitimate government, right? Now, not right. to say that, you know, if you've been in for a long time, but I mean, we're, we're starting to get into Vladimir Putin territory. Uh, territory because I think he was in power prior to 2010, right? Like he got ousted and then he got back Putin? in. Putin? No, 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 no. Oh, okay. uh, Orban. Now, okay. now, Putin was... He stepped down, changed roles and put himself back in and then right. made himself president for life. Um, but, you know, this Viktor Orban guy, a little bit about who he is. Like, he's big on symbolism, right? Like, symbols matter, right? Like, so Trump was real big on, you know, Confederate statues staying up and, and you know, the the... Anything in the military that has a Confederate name needed to keep that name and that these were gate generals that needed to be celebrated. And Viktor Orban is, you know, really um, um, similar. He calls himself the the defender of traditional Christian values, right? And so why that's important is, you know, after World War II, you have the Christian Democrats um, that, 
really kind of came together to say, all right, listen, that whole thing that happened in Germany was pretty wild. We need to avoid that. Um, and so you had these various versions of the you know, Christian Democratic Union, um, which is one of the versions of it that formed specifically actually in Germany. And some of the things that they were big on, anti-nationalism, firm beliefs in, in, in democracy itself, and, and beliefs in pluralism. Right, like so, this Victor Orban guy, he's he's running under this mantle that he's the defender of traditional Christian values. He's running running under the mantle that he is, you know, the prime example of what a Christian democracy sh should look like, but only by name and by symbol, because everything he's doing flies in the face of what Christian Democrats um, in Europe are actually about. Right, like he's not about democracy. He is about nationalism, he's very against pluralism, he's very, um, you know. Authoritarian. Authoritarian. Fucking A, that was tough. Yeah, I mean, he's done things like he's he's stacked the courts with people that have been tried and true um, and tested as loyal to him and only to him and his party. Um, he has gone on the offensive in terms of free speech. Uh, he's... Basically, he's been able to take over the media in Hungary by, you know, having people, you know, like very wealthy oligarchs um, basically buy media outlets. And those oligarchs are loyal to him. Right. And so they spread his message. And then the other thing that they do is they attack independent media relentlessly um, and really push back on it. And and, um, you know, to the point where they're able to drum up criminal charges. Uh, and and it's just it, it's not a free society. It's not you know free speech basically doesn't exist, especially in the media. Um, Talk about not passing the smell test, <laughs> right? None of it does, right? Like I mean, they have bans on homo, uh, homophobic uh, uh, um, like media, right? Like so, like they can't show uh, like two gay men, or or like you, you can't have television shows that that show uh, homosexual relationships you know, before a certain time at night and, like, certain things are banned from, you know... They don't ban the homophobic stuff. They have a ban on anything that is pro... Uh, right, like, so anything, anything in media that has... Or not homophobic, but any, anything that in media that has, you know, LGBT, Same sex, LGBT yep, content yep, sure. in it, yep. right? Like, even if it's a rainbow flag, it can't be shown, at, you know, until after certain times. Um, and, and, you know, like children are banned from seeing anything that relates to, to, uh, homosexuality or homosexuality and LGBT type things. It's just, you know, there, there's like, here's another thing. So <laughs> this is what someone in his administration said about the Pope. And this is a quote, an exact quote. The Pope is either a senile old fool who is totally unsuitable to be Pope or is a scoundrel. Wow, that's pretty important. And that's in, right, and that's in reference. Jesus Christ, um, that's in reference to um, the Pope. The Pope's stance on uh, immigration and migration, and his teachings of love and tolerance. How dare he? Right, like I mean, that, like that was that was the that was the response to like, you know, like so. What are your thoughts with the Pope on migration? What are your thoughts with the Pope on his teachings of love and tolerance, which you know come from Jesus in the Bible? Yeah. And well, he's a senile fool, and he or, or he's a scoundrel, scoundrel. you know. Um, but this is the Hungarian government right now, right under Viktor Orban, and this is where Tucker Carlson is saying that this is basically a, 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 a GOP conservative wet dream uh, utopia sort of situation. 
and we need to follow suit. Yeah, that's well. Again, Tucker Carlson is counting on his his uh, followers not to learn that. But the truth is, a lot of them, upon learning that, would be like, "Yeah, right." I, I mean, mean it, it's scary, but I mean, it's just it just to me, this is a, a whole new level, right? Of of sort of dubious behavior from you know conservative media, right? Because now we're propping up people that are that are you know borderline, you know, totalitarian dictators. Sure. Right? And, if and, they're not that, you know, they're trying to be. Right. And they're, 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 they're slowly trying to move themselves in that direction. And what, we're, and what they're saying is, yeah, that's what we want. This is the model that we want to follow. Um, and so, you know, when, when you've got the screaming, you know, progressive leftist girl with the rainbow hair yelling fascist, and you're like, you're overreacting but then Tucker Carlson is literally sitting in Hungary with someone that is a trying fascist. to, you know, like trying to, you know, get build up the flames of fascism. It's like, all right, well, as much as I want to call the purple-haired purple, purple -haired girl crazy, right, like it's kind of hard to do it when this is what they're doing on right. the other side. Right. You know, I mean, and so, I, and the one over here, <laughs> she may not know that she's right. She probably doesn't, like her reason for saying that is probably based on something that has nothing to do with actual fascism, right? Like she's just mad because someone told her to do something that she didn't like. But the reality is, is that you are fighting something that's just that's feels like it's getting bigger than just hey we can do this for for uh, media attention and, and and money this seems like bigger than money and we're we're really talking about really dangerous ideologies on the right and there's there's a lot of people i talk to who say things and I'm like what you're saying is basically defining fascism what yeah. you're saying, you know we need to stop all these people coming to the country now keep in mind in in hungary the people that are trying to get into Hungary are fleeing war-torn places like Syria. Turkey, I don't think, is as war-torn. But there's a whole lot of the Muslim world that is literally in a spiral of some kind of a civil war. Right. And, and just, it's perpetual. And it's been, yeah, it's been going on for a very long time. And if you just, from a human angle, look at it and say, if I was, you know, if my family was in that place, I would look to get the fuck out. Where am I going? How am I getting there? I don't know. I just know that what's happening around me is not somewhere where my family's safe. And it's not like Hungary has, you know, I mean, they, they can look at their own history, right? And <laughs> well, <laughs> they align with someone sometime back that might not have been the greatest guy. It'll come to me. Right. I mean, it's just, it, it's, it's, it's scary to see. And I, and I think it's just something that we, we have to pay attention to and acknowledge. Like, this is something... You know, normally I ignore Tucker Carlson because I just I, I don't think it makes sense to give him any more attention than he already gets. But with something like this, like this is the sort of thing where I feel like this is the sort of thing that needs to be called out. This has we have to pay attention to this and we need to look at this from every possible angle in terms of how how dangerous can this be? Yeah. Right. What yep. are the potential really what are the potential impacts of this and and what can we do about it? My high school girlfriend was Hungarian, and her dad was a true blue Hungarian, and racist as fuck. Oh my god, that guy was brutal. But yeah, I mean, which which is you know, it's always funny to me when people say, "Oh, I can't stand the U.S. is so violent, so racist." I'm going to move to Europe. It's like Europe has a wholesale monopoly 
on racism. Like, yeah, this is it's their a, it's shit. A, it's a different thing, though, because they never had slavery, they never had Jim Crow, and they never had a civil rights movement. They so did. they just had hatred. I mean, they like, were... They, they, the slavery thing... Okay, they didn't... Really? Not the same way the U.S. did. I mean, they, they didn't have it in Europe, which is not even completely accurate, but to say there wasn't... The oh, Europeans okay. had nothing to do oh, with okay. slavery... Oh, no, no, no I'm not saying... Why? I didn't say that. I said they didn't have the same slavery issue we had here. My point is they also didn't have a civil rights movement. So they never had a reckoning saying... and. We've, I'm, I'll acknowledge America isn't fully through that process, but they've never had a moment where we said, okay, this is wrong, we're stopping it, and then 100 years of, well, we're stopping it, but we'll just keep kind of right. stoking I mean, the flames. Right. I mean, and we absolutely fought a war over it, which a lot of countries can't say that they did in terms of how they dealt with racism, although the war was more about slavery. Um, but, yeah, sure. you know, I mean, but we did have that war over that issue, and then we you know, had another reckoning, like you said, a, literally a hundred years almost to the day later um, about it. And we're, and we're still working it out. So, you know, on the one hand, yay for us. Um, right. You know, I'll absolutely. And, and I've said it time and time again that I, I this is the only place I want to I be. You will never hear me talk about I want to move to Europe. I want to move to Africa. I want to move to Australia. They seem so tall. No, you will never New, hear New me. New Zealand is mine. You know, not, yeah, I mean, yeah, not, not even thing. that. I mean, I, now, that would, was me. would, I, would I buy uh, a really, would I buy my own island? Would I go, you know, buy a, a nice condo down in fucking Cabo? Yes, I would. But, like, I wouldn't stay there and live there all the time. Uh, but, you know, that being said, anyway, we got a little bit derailed, but Tucker Carlson in Hungary, no good. Um, you know, going back to COVID a little bit, so Obama canceled his 60th birthday party, right? So it was supposed right. to be on Martha's Vineyard. It was going to be this blowout, like 500 people. Like people were, like, you listen to POTUS or anything on Sirius, um, obviously none of the conservative talk show hosts or anything, but people were clamoring to get invites to this thing. You know, I mean, like, all you hear sure. was, did you get invited? Are you going? Do you know anybody who's going? If you're going, what are you wearing? Where are you staying? What are you doing, right? It was a huge event. Probably, I mean, it felt bigger than, like, the, the Academy Awards. And then he canceled it. Um, you know, Joe Biden said, I'm not going. Probably not a good idea with this whole COVID thing on the rise. I'm, you know, 70 years old and probably not the place for me to be. And Obama right. canceled it, not because Biden wasn't going, but because that was the right move to make, um, given what they know about the numbers and the rise of COVID. And right. I thought, like, this, like, leadership, right? Like, that's what that is, right? Like, that's, like, he's still fucking doing it, right? Like, I, I, I mean, look, Obama wasn't the perfect president. I think there were definitely things he got wrong, but there was a lot of shit that he got right. And this is one of those things that even after the fact, he got right. Um, and there are some people that'll say, well, he should have had it anyway and just people made people wear masks. No, just completely, not even, and, and I'm saying he got it right, not even because it was the right thing to do for the people, for the people on Martha's Vineyard and, and the people coming and going and everything else. It was also the right, it was also the right play in the media. Yeah. Right? Like it was the right, You're that you know what I mean? Put it on a T for the Republican. Right, like it was the right the, it, media. Well, if Obama's so concerned about COVID, why is he having this 500-person party? Right. I mean, yeah. like, I mean, he just, he slapped him. He just gave him a nice, good dick slap right across the face. Like, oh, you want to talk a little shit? Ba-pow! You can't, right? Right. Um, and that, and that matters, right? I mean, like, it, it was, it was a, it, it was a, a, a good play, a good chess move. Uh, and I just, I applaud Obama for it. I completely agree. I think uh, he has proven from the jump to be able to read the read the room, so to speak, and try not to play into the hands of those people who just literally all they're looking for is 
please screw up a little bit. I, I've beefed about Obama not being more active in getting cannabis legalized. This is before I was a user. Um, but I also understand why he didn't do it. Because if the first black president was the guy who pushed for legalized cannabis, he would have been, oh, look at what right? president... And that's, and that's one of the big criticisms of his from the left and especially from the black community is that he you know, basically placated too much to whites and the yeah. idea of being the first black president, I don't want to do X, Y, Z, because, you know, the argument is like, look, you're the first, you might be the only one, we've had this many, and you're the first one, we may not get another shot at it, what the fuck are you doing? Um, and I could see both ways, right? I could see, sure. I, you know, I mean, being in his shoes, knowing myself, I probably would have leaned more towards a conservative end like him, uh, but I could also easily see myself saying, fuck it, I'm the president, I'm the first, I'm going to do it the way I want to do it. So, um, you know, I, but I definitely think he got this one right. Uh, I'm sure he will have some sort of a makeup event at a sure. time when it's safer and better, and I'm sure it'll be a blast. And uh, speaking of fo folks who didn't get things right, we've got New York Governor Andrew Cuomo. Mm -hmm. who did you almost call him Mario? I did almost call him Mario. Mario was the governor of the state when I was a kid. I know. I, just, I saw it form on your lips. I'm like, oh, that's yeah, interesting. Yeah. Showing your age. Yeah, it is showing my age. Man. Um, but I've always thought, I've never been a fan of Andrew Cuomo, and actually... Oddly, the there's there's a and a gun control act, for lack of a better word, in in New York called the yeah. Safe Act, which is one of the dumbest laws I've ever seen. Mm -hmm. It is just plain dumb. We've talked it about was, it. We have talked about it. It was jammed on the throat of New York, led by Cuomo, um, following Sandy Hook, which didn't happen in New York, but close enough. Um, and it was it, it to me it was purely a political posturing. I want to show that I'm doing something to be tough on guns, and. I think he genuinely believed that by doing this, he was going to launch himself into the national um, stratosphere politically and become the Democratic Party uh, darling for president. And that's just because I think he's an out-of-touch New York City elitist who doesn't understand that that's not how the, whole, how the whole world thinks. Michael Bloomberg did the same thing when he ran. He went down to South Carolina and said, we need to get gun control down here. Like... You're talking to the wrong crowd. Yeah, you got, the, you got me on that one. Because I, I was a Bloomberg fan, and then when he goes down south the way he did, I was completely just, Jesus Christ. What, what, what a lot of the right and gun owners understand is there's plenty of liberals, especially in places like the south, who own and really like guns. They just don't feel the need to carry one into a 7-Eleven. Bring it back. Well, just, so, all right, that's why I don't like Andrew Cuomo. Now he's being accused of sexual harassment and... They're saying it could escalate to the level of being criminal. He's being asked to resign, which he's refused to do. They're bringing up potential impeachment. And the funny thing about impeaching a governor in the state of New York is if he's under impeachment uh, proceedings, he is out of power until it's resolved. So... I mean, there's it, an argument how much is he going to get done during that process anyway, but... True. Right, but he, I mean, but, he's, he's but, out. But yeah, he's out. And honestly, fuck him. <laughs> I... I'm not, a, I just explained why I'm not a fan. If he did the things he's being accused of, I mean, he deserves his, you know, day, day in court, so to speak. I will say this. I've heard one of the allegations against him early on was he told, he's a single man, and apparently he was out drinking with a female coworker or female, someone who worked for the state, so someone who worked for him, and she was much younger, and he apparently said, I like younger women. If that's the extent of it, then it's not classy, it's not whatever, and the whole, you know, crossing the line because she works for you thing is definitely legitimate, but I don't consider that to be unforgivable. 
if the other things are being said that he touched people inappropriately, did inappropriate things, if that comes out, fuck him. I'm not defending Andrew Cuomo for whatever. Yeah, I mean, I, I, look, I, I'm in the same. I'm not like quite in the same camp as you, but ultimately, I come down on this. Right? It's 2021. Right? And some of the stuff dates back to 2018, whatever. But look, if you're a guy in a position of power or just at a job, I don't care if you're fucking middle management or whatever, if you don't understand the time and era of which we live, right, and you do shit like this and you get caught, then you're fucking done. You know why? Because you're too fucking stupid to be in any sort of position of power, right? If you can't figure out how to talk to women in 2021, 2015, for that matter. Right. If you don't know how to talk to women in the workplace and you can't interact with them, right, and you do enough of this shit where you get enough of these allegations where it's not just like one, like, all right, one incident, we right. can let that go, right? But now you got multiple, then I, I can't have you in a position to probably get the fuck out, right? I just, I don't care. I don't, I don't care. Oh, well, he's from a different time, or, you know, it, it's not that big of a... No, 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 no. And I don't care if it's an overcorrection, right? One, as a dad, I just look at this shit different. Like, if you, I don't, if my daughter doesn't want you to talk to her, don't fucking talk to her a certain way, period. I don't care what, your time, what time you're from, right? But, I mean, that's, so that's kind of part of it. But then the other part of it is, too, like, look, and I've been criticized for this at work, but I go... Like, I make sure I don't, I, I don't touch, like, the most you will get out of me if you're a female that works with me, you'll get a handshake, right? The same handshake I give to fucking Bob in accounting, I give to fucking Karen in HR, right? Like, it's just, that, that's just what it is, right? Like, oh, oh, oh we got a new, oh, hi, hey, handshake. Um, you know, the jokes, very, very minimal jokes, right? Like, and, and, and if they are, they're usually self-deprecating on how I did something stupid. There's no sexual like connotations you make sure that there's no way it could even be tied to that and if it is you immediately kind of you know distance yourself from it um you know physical contact i keep that very very limited even if a female comes in to hug me i make sure to have there's as little physical contact as possible which is hard because i'm a bigger guy right um you know they're literally sometimes there are women because i'm a bigger guy they're just like oh my god you look like you give the best hugs i want to hug them like easy easy and people say, like, that's too much and that's almost patronizing. It's like, look, this is the bed that your movement and you guys made, right? Like, so now I'm not fucking around. There is a line in the sand and I am giving you no room whatsoever to make any sort of allegation against or towards me as it relates to sexual harassment or you feeling uncomfortable or anything like that. You want to be treated equally, you want equity, you want to be treated the same, I'm going to treat you like exactly like I treat everybody else in this hall, or as I treat men. Right. Right, even, even to the point where I've changed how I actually interact and deal with men so that there isn't a carryover that where I can slip up and say so, oh like oh I would have said that to Jim but I should I, I shouldn't say it to Jody sort of deal, you know what I mean? Like I, I I keep it very professional across the board, right? And there's a few people who may like maybe see me out and interact and I'm just like oh my god it's such a different person like yeah yes but you'll never get as long as we work together you will not see that side of me please go away, I don't I don't connect with anyone on social media other than LinkedIn that I work with. Right, like if I see them, like if they follow me on Instagram and I recognize them, I will block them. Um, unfriended yeah. anybody that uh, that might have been a friend with that I that I worked with in the past, and like or that like at past jobs, like you know when I was at my the my last job, there are people who I was friends with, and then I came to the realization that I was like, you know what, like I it was actually one night I was ranting about football. I was like, you know what, let me unfriend people that I work with. 
right? <laughs> and not for any other reason, not that I said anything offensive, but I was just like, you know what? They just don't need to see that side of me. And, and I think it's important, that, and if people say, well, that's too far, and I don't feel I need to go that way, that's fine. But if you get hit with something, then I am not going to be the person in your corner saying, give them another chance. I am telling you right now, this is the way to go. If women don't like it to the point where they're like, look, we, we need some sort of a middle ground, I, I don't think that they will because they've had to deal with a lot of shit for a long time. Um, but what's interesting about Cuomo is that there are more women saying that he shouldn't resign than men. Um, and I don't care. Fuck it. All right. Get rid of him. I mean, I, I, I do think he needs to be treated fairly, whatever no. that means. Yeah, no. Because if, if, if it's all bullshit. I mean, it's I've not had, all I mean, bullshit. Because he's, he's acknowledged the shit that he's done. He's like, oh. I did it. I just, you, you just misinterpreted it. Okay. I mean, but, <laughs> but see, that's what I'm saying. There's a gray like, area there to me. Because and if there's not for you, that's fine. I, I understand where you're coming from. That's the problem. You can't have gray area. We, you got to overcorrect. You, I'm sorry. You just have to. I, yeah, I can't go there. I can't go, I can't go with overcorrect. Because again, I've had shit made up about. I mean, you can over, but lie. over self-correct, over okay. self-correct. Yeah, no, that's, is what that's, I'm that's safe and smart. I'm, I'm kind of in a weird spot because I've worked for me for the last ten years. Yeah, so I mean, you're not, you're, you're not. But, but I've got clients, right. and, and acting inappropriately towards a client might be worse than towards a coworker. Right. So, yeah, mm-hmm. but, I, but I, I would definitely say I have a set of rules for in the office and out of the office. If we're yeah. out of the office and we're having drinks together, doing whatever, mm-hmm. now we're people. When we're in the office, we're coworkers. See, but now because a lot of this stuff with him, like I, I, I don't, and because of some of the stuff, especially that came out with the Me Too movement, I, I don't know if I trust that we're people now that we're out of the office because people, there are people who are carrying stuff out of the office that, into, and even if you think that you have a case that you could fight, even if you fight that case and you win, you still lose as a man. So don't put yourself in that situation. Your, your approach is not... I'm not criticizing your approach. I don't have the same one. But you're, a lot, you're, you're playing it a lot safer than I am, and that's smart. And given, again, most of the time when I was dealing with stuff outside of work, I was dealing with peers. The dynamic changes a ton. When, when you're someone, the governor. Yeah, right? when you're the I mean, governor, of the, you're governor of the state. Because anyone that works in the state for the state technically is under you. Right. You know? Right. I mean, and that's... And again, that's where I go to the... I don't give him much deference. Like, and look, I like. I, listen, Andrew Cuomo did a lot of good things early on in the pandemic that I yeah. that I can appreciate. I think he did some very sketchy shit when it comes to the senior citizens in the nursing homes. Yeah, absolutely. That did. I think we. I still don't know if I actually have. A, we have a resolution on, and I'm not sure if we're getting it or what. Um, but look, man, I just think that when you put yourself in this sort of situation, saying some of the things that he was saying to these women, you know, about being lonely and wanting, like, you, I'm sorry, you, like, you got to find another confidant. Your brother is right. Like you pick up the phone, call your brother, right? Like they're the best of friends. And you know, his brother, Chris has taken a lot of heat. He's in a tough spot working for CNN right. with this going right. on. Working for awful. CNN and serious and people are giving him pressure. Now, now it's really bad because I, and I think. Chris Cuomo is being dragged unfairly, you know, and they say, oh, well, you talked to your brother about this. Your brother asked what you should do, and you gave him advice. I'm like, he's his brother, right? Like, I mean, it was, you know, it was off the record, and they're just like, oh, well, that violates the journalist code. And, like, Chris Cuomo's not a fucking journalist, right? Like, I mean, right. he's a guy. He's an I, opinion I mean, show. Right. I mean, You're it's a fan. Just, right. I, I, you know, I don't watch his show on CNN just because I, I just, you know, that time, it comes on, I think, at, like, 9 o'clock I at night. So... Um, you know, I'm a fan of his show on Sirius and, um, because I think he's, he's two different people. Like he's pretty consistent, but he's just a little more loose. He's a lot, he's a lot more loose on, on, on that. And it's just at a time where I could listen to him. But, 
I like him. Uh, I think that he's in a, an impossible position uh, with his brother being governor and working for CNN, right? Because people, like, and what's interesting is people are, people are saying that he should not have given his brother advice about what to do, and he should cover his brother. And he's come out and openly said, look, I can't be unbiased towards right. my brother. He's my brother. He's my best friend. I have a great relationship with him. There is no way I can be completely open, honest, and unbiased about my brother. I am not going to report on him. I'm not going to report the good. I'm not going to report the bad. Everybody else is free to do what they want on this network and any other network. Right. I have to stay away from it. It's the only move that I can make that no one gets hurt. Right. You know, and, 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 that's, yeah. and I think that's the move. My brother and I don't have a great relationship. But I could not be unbiased if someone was coming after him. I'd be in his corner, even though we disagree on almost everything. Right. So yeah, I get it, and uh, and I'm obviously not in the same spotlight as uh, Chris Cuomo and Andrew Cuomo. Um, we got a couple of things we got to get to. The so the couple of Missouri that um, was famous for pulling out brandishing weapons during the Black Lives Matter um, protests, where they broke into an urban neighborhood. Yeah. Uh, has been pardoned by the governor of Missouri. They had been charged with things. They pled guilty to misdemeanors, which led to no jail time, but fines and probably some confiscation of, of well, I think confiscation yeah. of some of their firearms. And the governor stepped in and said, uh, you know, um, pardoned over, wipe this off the record. I've gotten mixed feelings about this. As I recall, when we talked about this, when it was more fresh news, you were pretty staunchly in the corner of saying they had every right to stand out on their front porch with firearms and say, get off my lawn, yeah. equivalently. And I I objected to their carelessness with firearms. They were pointing them yeah, at people. I don't think they were responsible. But I'm kind of on their side in terms of they should have been, you know, maybe charging them was the right thing to do, but then maybe stepping in and saying, okay, nothing bad happened from this. They were on their property, legally possessing firearms, and people broke into their gated community, and they were afraid. Whether they should have been or shouldn't have been, I don't You know, if, regardless of anything else, if people start, if, if there was a mob of people on my street, whether they're wearing MAGA hats or BLM, I wouldn't walk out with a firearm and stand on my porch, but I might have one in my living, on my lap in my living room going, anything happens, well, I'm ready. If the way, if you remember the way that it went down, like where their house was, like, so you go, you could see where they had, you know, the people had broken through the gate and, you know, people are, you know, they said that people had, you know, at one point had crossed onto their property line. You also don't know where their property sure. begins and ends. Um, but, you know, you got people, right? Like, look, if that's me, now I'm not brandishing the firearm, which means I'm, you know, picking it up, holding it, pointing it at right. people, but I'm definitely going out there, you know, Tank top, you know, maybe a tank vest and, and sitting there just, you know, kind of flipping the, the viewfinder on the AR back and forth, right? Like, I mean, it's just like, you don't want to sit out here and yell and scream and talk about, you know, like you're going to no no whatever, no peace, then, then okay, well, I'm just going to sit out here and make sure it stays peaceful at my house. Yeah. You know, I mean, I don't, that's, and, and it's more like their gun handling was unsafe. Yeah, Not I, that, that was my beef. My but beef. and and that's fair, right? Like, because I think if you're going to own a weapon, you need to you need to know how to use it, operate it. You need to know the 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 rules of gun safety, and you need to practice them at any and all times when there is a firearm involved. That being said, um, 
you know, you want to march and scream and yell on my property or near it, then I'm going to make sure that you're not crossing any line. Because here's the thing, man. You got that many people, you know, marching, yelling, sure. whatever. And, you know, somebody decides they're going to throw a brick through a window or something like that. I, I don't know. Right. And I'm not saying this because it's Black Lives Matter. I'm just saying, like, you, you don't know when you have a mob of people or a group of people. Again, their intentions may be good, but you can't control the actions of everybody. And you may have a chaos actor in your group. Right. Like, and so I am of the mind of fuck around and find out. Right. Like, you want to do it, then let's do it. Right. Like, I'm like, I, let's meet force for force. And I, I take a sort of different approach. I like to do the whole let's not do this. You can do what you can do. I've got this right here. Why don't we just agree well, to pass right. each other? I, I mean, and that, that's what I'm saying, okay. right? Like okay. that's that's what I'm saying. Like I, I like I don't I don't want to I, I don't want anything bad to happen. I don't want to get involved in a fucking gunfight on my fucking front lawn. I don't, right? But I also don't want right. you I, like I don't want you to think that I, I'm vulnerable. That you can just decide that yeah, that's the house we're gonna fuck up. Right. right. I mean, like we saw enough businesses fucked up. And look, even if like, cause think about it, even if it's not like the Black Lives Matter protesters, but you've got a plant, right, who is a conservative, right, and they want to do harm. Guess what? I still, like, I'm they still... They want to burn down an auto zone? Right, if they want to burn down an auto zone or if they want to throw a Molotov cocktail in a police department or whatever, or if they decide that they're going to throw something at a house, right, I'm going to stand out there. I'm going to watch here and make sure you're not doing it to my house, right, yeah. or my neighbor to my left or my right. Right. I mean, like, so because I mean, if I'm standing, if I'm standing right in front of you, you're not going to be like, oh, not his house, but we'll go to theirs. Right. Like, you're, right. you're not going to sure. do that. Yeah. Um, but like that, that's the sort of like behavior like you have to watch out for. So it's not that I'm anti Black Lives Matter protesters. Like, I just don't know who's in your crowd. Sure. And I don't know what they're thinking and I don't know what they want to do. And if you find me standing in my yard aggressive and you don't like it, then. Okay, that's fine. That's kind of the point. I don't want you to like it. Just keep on going, right? You're sure. protesting. Continue to protest. Just do it peacefully. Get past my house, right, and my neighbor's house. Do what you want to do, but just do it peacefully, and you won't have a problem. So are you cool with the governor pardoning them? Yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, because, yes, I, I am, right, because I, I'm not sure, like, I, I I'm I'm fine with it. I'm right? not, like, I have no. I'm not. I, I, I don't. I don't, I don't care. care. <laughs> I, I really. I honestly. I don't care. Yeah. Right. The people were charged. Yeah. I mean, you know. I mean, if anything, hopefully it, it forced those two to go to a gun safety class. Right. If they right. got their guns back, then go to a gun safety class. Learn learn the shit that you need to learn. Like it's fucking Missouri. They have them. They're a dime a dozen. The guy we talked to, Kevin Dixie, he's out of Missouri. I'll send. I'll hook you up with Kevin. Right. And he will teach you two idiots how to fucking hold a gun. Right and how and what to do in that sort of situation. All right, I still have a beef with some of the shit he said to me, but we, that's long in the past. Um, real quick, Novak Djokovic, uh, uh, Croatian tennis player, not sure. I Eastern care, European tennis player, very one anyway. of the best tennis players in the world yes. in terms of men. Um, has won, you know, countless uh, Grand Slams yep. and and you know is one of one of the all time greats. In tennis, also a well-known drama queen, but I didn't like. So yeah. to be fair, I didn't know this. Like, okay. I, no. To be fair, I I don't really I barely pay attention to men's tennis. Um, I pay attention to women's tennis because I like to watch. But I, you know, I don't know much about him. So when you said that he's a well-known diva, yeah. I'm I, pretty I, sure it was him that threw a tantrum and smacked a ball and drilled a line judge in the head and got kicked out of Wimbledon a couple years ago. Oh. 
Yeah, I think oh that. My. I if I'm getting that wrong, it's on me. But I'm pretty sure it was if he lost a point, smacked the ball backwards, and drilled an official, and was suspended or kicked uh, out of the tournament. He's he, um, he's a okay, but, but 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 the point is he he had made comments about Simone Biles specifically. Simone Biles in um, Osaka basically saying that you know that that pressure. Uh, is is a, uh, 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 a a gift essentially? Uh, a privilege, I think a privilege. Said. Yeah, yeah, that's what he said. The, the the pressure of of highly competitive sports is is a privilege, and that you have to embrace it. And if you basically if you can't, then you should like get out, right? Right. Um, he says that, and then two days later, he loses <laughs> in a doubles match. Um, throws a tantrum, breaks two rackets, runs off the court, and refuses refuses to play in the bronze, the bronze medal right. match the next day because he <laughs> lost. Right, like so you're, you're legitimately right. Beautiful. Like, are you fucking like it's beyond irony? Like, like so you're gonna call out people who can't handle pressure, you can't handle a loss, and then you fucking throw a shit fit and refuse to go compete, right? Not for any, not because you physically couldn't, not because you were worried. That you were gonna get hurt, but because you were just upset, right? You know, right. I mean, and and I think like, look, I mean, now if your mental health was now in a position because of the blah blah, blah okay, okay, but I mean, like, this, the, these are the sort of people who have the audacity to, to to comment on Simone Biles. Like, if anything, Djokovic, just keep your mouth shut and <laughs> bust some rackets in the in the locker room, right? But I mean, like, <laughs> like, like, if if you know you're capable of this type of meltdown, then you are the last person who, be, who should be saying anything about Simone Biles and her situation. Right. Because Simone Biles, like, look, she stepped out of competition. She did it because one, it was she was physically unsafe. Right? Yeah. She didn't feel that she could land, and like with the shit that she does, that they do at that level, you land wrong, you break your neck, you're paralyzed, you are dead. Right or you are paralyzed or you are you are out of the sport. Even if it's something as minor, finger quotes, as a broken bone, I'm going right. to shatter Listen, my leg. We I've done. We 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 celebrate Carrie Strug for what she did yeah. in the Olympics yeah. and what was that '96? Uh, yeah, but that's probably right. We celebrate her because she went out there and she did you know she did the vault and uh, she did the vault and she did the jump and it was great, right? Like she was hurt right. and then you know you, all you see is Carola yelling at her screaming, you could do it, you could do it, Carrie, can you do it? And she's like, yeah, I can do it, I can do it. And she goes out and she nails it, right? And then she falls to the ground and we all cheer and they get right. the gold medal, it's great. You know she had to retire from gymnastics after that and never competed again? I didn't know that. Dominique Marciano, she's another one. She's a little, she, you know, she was a little one, she was the one I was talking about last week. Same Olympics. Right, she goes out, she competes. She was hurt, um, and ultimately ends up competing. Does great, scores enough to help the U.S. team. I think they ended up getting a silver medal in that event or whatever. It was great. Retired, done. Could not compete in the in the sport after that. Neither one of them. Right. right. We talked. We talked about the um, the, uh, the the U- Ukrainian woman um, who ended up paralyzed, a quadriplegic, and ended up dying last week. Uh, or we talked about it last, last week. week. We talked about it last she week. She died in like 2013. I think she died at the age of 46. She was a quadriplegic, but um, because of injuries she suffered, uh, because she had her leg was hurt and she couldn't, she didn't have, she wasn't able to generate the power. She landed wrong, and and paralyzed her, you know, from the neck down. Um, you know, these are the sort of things that these people are dealing with. And so when when Simone Biles says, "Look." I'm pulling out of this one because like my my I want to be able to continue like my ability to continue in the sport is more important than this moment and 
my team, it's the best thing for my team because even though I'm pulling out, we may not necessarily be able to win gold, but we can still medal. If I go out there, fall flat on my fucking face, we're not even going to fucking right. medal. Right. Right? Like, so at least get somebody in there who can get us some points on the board so we can walk away with something. And those girls walk away with a silver medal, which is still better than like 99.9% .9 of the United States will ever get the opportunity to do. Right. Right? And, so, and so, so, I mean, it just, anyway, go ahead. I know I said it last week and I'm repeating myself, but, um, I thought she showed so much character by being out there, being a cheerleader for her team. She ultimately got back. I think she did the uh, parallel bars. Yeah, or? she. Uh, it wasn't. The, I, I think she did the beam. She actually was ended up doing the balance beam. Okay. beam. Um, she ended up taking bronze. Um, so people were just like, "Oh, bronze!" I'm like, "Again, it's a fucking bronze medal in the Olympics, motherfucker!" Like, right. are you, like, are, are we and serious? I, I seriously, I think I maybe said this last week. If I didn't, I'll say it now. She's she's Maverick from Top Gun. She lost her confidence. She reengaged. She got the bronze. Right, um, you know, and and I I still respect her. That, that I don't know if anyone's that, calling her their wingman, but, right. but I mean, like, but it's a, I mean, I think it's a solid comparison, and and I, I commend her for it, right? Like the ability to bounce back, and people are, you know, I mean, like aside from the fact that you know she's over there competing and she's got ADHD and she's not allowed to use the, the, the Ritalin, Ritalin yep. you know, people have been critical of that. Um, saying, well, she should never be allowed to compete with Ritalin and she shouldn't have to and if she can't compete without it, then, you know, she's not as good as she says she is and Ritalin's a performance-enhancing drug, blah, 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 yada, yada, okay. Um, but the, the fact is, is that she was able to still get out there and even in the state where her mind isn't right, she still is, is able to go out there and still land a bronze medal amongst the best in the world. Yep. Right? Like, so I'll, 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 I'll fucking take it. Um, you know, again, I just appreciate her. Uh, and what she's done for the country uh, in terms of, of a representative um, and how she's represented herself and the things that she's had to get through, um, you know, being sexually abused, fighting through, you know, injuries countless time and time again, the amount of time that she has spent with other young gymnasts, helping them to become better, to be able to compete on a team and get them to the level where they can medal um, on the world stage and in the Olympics with the spotlight on in these conditions, uh, I just don't know if we'll fully appreciate really everything that she's brought to the table, you know, until after after she's done with the sport. But uh, you know, I hope that we we give her 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 due right now. Agreed. And calling out Novak Djokovic is always fun for me. We got to wrap this up, but <laughs> yes. you sent this to me. I know nothing about it other than the numbers. So South CBS Park. CBS Viacom has paid the South Park guys nine hundred million dollars for a six year deal to continue to make new episodes of South Park and to put out like 14 streamable movies on their various platforms, um, which is which is mind-blowing. Obviously, wow. I'm a huge South Park fan. It's good to know that they'll have new episodes coming. I think they always have their pulse, their, their finger right on the pulse of the country. And what's funny is, you know, one of my, one of my good friends on Twitter um, said that, you know, like, that, you know, people who like South Park are really obnoxious and annoying and blah, blah, blah. And it's just like, it's funny because the people who hate South Park are usually people who get targeted like the most in South Park, <laughs> right? And South Park's not wrong. Um, you know, I, I just like South Park usually like, because South Park is really like, they don't really take sides. They just no, get, they go after I mean, they one. go, they look at every issue from every side and they attack like the kind of the bullshit on each side and they throw in their own little weird sort of spin. Um, it drives people nuts because everybody gets offended and those that are easily offended on the right or left really hate South Park. It's like, oh, you can't say that. It's just like, but they're saying something actually worse about the people you don't like. Well, that's okay. Yeah, that's right. what I thought. Yeah. And so, 
Um, that's why I'm glad that they're going to be around still. I was worried that they were going to call it quits, but I mean, for $900 million, uh, I'm hoping we get their best foot forward. Yeah. <laughs> and, Jesus. And, you know, I, I'd, I'd love to know how this goes and I would love for this to have, like, I mean, what's cr- I mean, cause they only do like, I don't know, eight episodes a year of South Park. If that many, like, I think Is it's that, actually I, You watch six. it way more than me. I do. But I mean, like they don't put that many episodes out per year anymore. Um, and so the per episode per production cost of that contract is fucking crazy, but... Well, I'm sure they put a bunch of stipulations on, though. You probably have to put up more content. Like you said, they have to do some full-length movies. If this takes a Chappelle turn, where they just say, fuck it, and walk away from the money, that would be almost as impressive. Maybe, as- but I mean, I don't know. I, I, who, knows what Ch- who, who knows what Chappelle did for... Artists and entertainers negotiating with Comedy Central. Oh yeah. Oh right? look, I, mean, I, I love what Chappelle did. Yeah, I, 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 and I, I mean, loved how he came back and right. people criticized him. Right. I mean, and the fact that he came back. Right. And, but and I mean, his, I, I, yeah. I don't know what their contract looks like, and maybe they put those sort of stipulations in. Maybe they have to do more content. But I mean, those guys are. I mean, they prop Comedy Central up. Let's not sure. get it twisted. Right. I mean, that's one of the big reasons people still watch Comedy Central. And if they got rid of South Park and they couldn't run the the reruns and all that other stuff, then Comedy Central would not be around that much longer. Right. You know what I mean? So I, I'm not sure how much negotiation power they had besides money, but... I think it's, it's money, an money, money can motivate. And my favorite thing about them is whenever I hear people say, oh, you can't say that anymore. You can't. I'm like, look at the South Park right. guys. They give no fucks. Right. They will swing at any of them. They'll Go to Channel up. 249. They'll, pu- they'll punch um, up, punch down. You know, Wednesdays is, is South Park Wednesday, and they, and they, they run marathons on Wednesdays. So, um, you know, I, I probably have like 50 episodes recorded on TV, and usually I just like flip them on and just let them run. And, uh, <laughs> you know, it's background noise. But I, I just I think it's interesting. Um, Every you know, time I watch them, they make me laugh my ass off. I'm like, why don't I watch this more? But right. I don't sit down and watch, you know, uh, Comedy Central very often. All right, man, we got to wrap this up. Thanks for listening. We are at Whiskey, Con- at Whiskey Congress on Instagram and Twitter. Thank you again to uh, Bartonstown Bourbon for improving my uh, fashion and for providing me with a few samples of whiskey that I very much enjoyed. We're done. We're done.